that is it, people. You know what today is. It is Thursday. It is the 26th of May, 2022. And I've got something going up in the top corner. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, where are we? Oh, completely throw myself. 2022, May the 26th. Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, great to be with you all. We had a bit of a technical hitch just now and I couldn't get the damn thing to go live. But we are live now. So thank you for being here. Um, I love it when I chat to people about Bitcoin and I don't think you're going to be disappointed today at all. Um, Pubby is a returning guest. Um this guy speaks his mind. He's out there big time on Twitter. And I'm going to talk to him shortly about um, what's going on with the markets. Why are people fearful? What should they, where should they be getting themselves? And actually what happened to him and probably me actually back in 2017. Before we do that, if you are finding my channel for the first time, really important that you check out this disclaimer down here. I'm not going to say any more than you're not going to get any financial advice here. Very important you do your own research. Also, 428. This is video number 428. Um, so they are all on UKBitcoinMaster.com. If you want to narrow it down to all the interviews I've done, then nip over to BitcoinInterviews.com and you can catch them all there. Uh, very, very quickly, as I always do, let's see who we've got in the house. Dave Shackelford coming in from Phoenix. Welcome, Dave. Yorkie Bitcoiner from the north of the UK. We've got uh, Proud Zionist Jew, a.k.a. Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister. Uh, Joseph Rotniak's coming. Um, John Gravit, hi to you. My lovely wife Elaine is in the house. Uh, my daughter Buffy W is with us. Patriot Hoddle, welcome to you. Matthew Underhill from the Bitcoin book, welcome to you, Matthew. Um, Whiskey Bravo Mike, good to see you in the house live again. My good man, as always, Budge Dobnik. If you're just joining us and you want to shout out live, Type in UK Bitcoin Master. I'll very gladly give you a shout out. So very quickly before we go over to chat with Guy, um, as we can see, 29.6 is the Bitcoin price. Who would have taken that price just a couple of years ago? And I think we've all been spoiled by the high and where we are now. And we'll talk about this with, with Pubby. Um, uh, but, you know, when when you buy Bitcoin, you know, it is volatile. And if you can't stomach volatility, you should not be in the Bitcoin game. Now, if you're new to all of this, of course, you don't know that. So you've got to find channels like this so that you can learn that. And the only way you learn it is like I did. I'd followed Bitcoin Meister Andreas Antonopoulos and I learned about volatility. I learned about this isn't an asset that's going to moon next week and make you millions overnight. It doesn't happen like that. Um, and if you're finding the channel for the first time, I would encourage you to follow the channel. Go back and look through my archives because... Uh, again, I'll talk to Puppy about this, and that is, you know, I believe that we are in this bear market similar to 2018, and that means the number could go down a little bit more, people, and you need to learn how to buy that and hold it 
and then wait. And that is why I wanted to get Pubby uh, back on the show. Very, very quickly before we delve into that, if you are in the UK, come and join us on the 2nd of July. We've got the Bitcoin Adventure in the southwest corner of the UK in a place called Bristol. Um, I am MC for that day, and I'm really excited that they asked me to run the show. Yeah, I'm certainly not a P Peter McCormack, or I'm not a Pubby, or I'm not an Anders, but I'm really excited that um, DBS Satoshi asked me if I would run that day with him, and I'm totally looking forward to it. So if you want a day out and you can get to that uh, to Bristol, then come and join us. You can see everything on the screen that's taking place uh, during the day. You know, why Bitcoin matters, how it works, how to keep your Bitcoin safe, setting up a node, the Lightning Network. It's all there, people. So why not come and join us? Okay, that is it. I want to jump over and I want to welcome my good friend Pubby to the show. Hello, my good man. It's been a long time since <laughs> I had you on. It has it has been a while, Brian. But uh, yeah, thank you um, for having me. For one, I, I loved uh, you going down that list of, of, of the ones watching. Um, want to shout out to uh, Whiskey Tango Bravo. Uh, great guy. Met Miami. Have you know been following for some time. And also to the one and only Adam Meister. The Bitcoin Meister, because yeah. I tell you what, if it, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be sitting here, my friend. Oh, I'm hoping you're he's saying what, that he's... it wasn't for me as well, because you tuned in. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you know, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, Ed. Uh, yeah, we've come a long way since 2017. Um, a lot of stuff going on. Where's just it gone? To, to Where's it gone? To paint a picture for people, in December 2017, there were only four coins listed on Coinbase, and that was the only game in town when you were trying to jump in was you go to Coinbase and they had Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, and Litecoin. Now you got 19,000, as Adam would say, flavors of the month out there. Yeah. So how do you tell people to do their own research? But I will say this, this isn't, this isn't for um, anyone that thinks they're gonna get rich overnight. And that's never what it's been about. And that's what you gotta get through people's head. If you gotta be here for one, two, three halvings, okay? This is, this is a, a change in lifestyle you got to um, understand this yeah. isn't just you buy bitcoin and you're a millionaire in two days no i totally i totally agree with that and and what i wanted to do was i wanted to chat with you uh with regards to you know what we both know you went through in terms of buying the top in 2017 and writing it down in your emotions <laughs> but then i also want to try and get my viewers to understand as you've rightly said this is no, if you're if you're in Bitcoin for a get rich quick scheme, you are in the wrong coin. You know, this thing is changing the world. This thing day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, the innovation going on in the background is going to change the world. But the, the challenge is, uh, Guy, I, I always say, <laughs> I said I wouldn't call you Guy, but I just do. It's almost, oh, like, watching, okay. it's it's almost like watching paint dry, isn't it? You know, when you're buying Bitcoin and holding Bitcoin, nothing seems to be happening quickly. And yet when you're in the space and you know what's going on behind the scenes, tell our audience it is going at breakneck speed, isn't it? Uh, yeah, man, you, you, you nailed it. Um, you know, the hardest thing is when you come in, because once you understand what Bitcoin represents, once you understand um the impact it'll have and you've you fall down that rabbit hole yeah. uh, you're just you just immerse yourself in it okay it's unlike so for example 
a lot of people don't think anything about, you know, they you join a company at 22, 23 years old, and they offer you this 401k plan, this retirement plan. People have no problem putting money away for 40 years and not thinking about it. Yeah. All right. But for yeah. some reason, they can't do the same with Bitcoin. With Bitcoin, it's like you're price watching 24-7 when you start. They don't. It, we got to get that disconnect. <laughs> we got to get that disconnect um, out of the way because it's the greatest savings vehicle is that the world has ever seen. Uh, true digital scarcity. True digital scarcity that is decentralized. Mm. Okay, those, those two things right there are separated from everything else. Yep. Um, yeah, so... Man, I don't even know where you want to go with this. Uh, I can well, I can start with the backstory. I can yeah. You what, let me what, know. What I want to do is this. Okay, I am. I run a show twice a week. I I'm always bullish because I am bullish on Bitcoin. I'm long Bitcoin. Okay, yeah, I'm a lot older than yeah. most, and you know I don't have as long as most, but I'm long <laughs> Bitcoin because I believe I can sure. leave something pretty special for my descendants going forward. But what I seem to feel, it's almost like an internal mechanism. I feel there's just apathy around and everybody's bored with the price and everybody's saying we're not going back to the all time high. And if there's one thing and, and I do want to name drop Adam Meister all the time was he kept drumming into yeah. us, even in the early days, Bitcoin always returns to its all-time high. This is cyclical. You've got to learn the epoch. You've got to learn the four-year cycle. Now, you know, I can go back maybe six months to a year, and all the talk was perhaps the cycle's broken, you know, and we're not going to see the bear markets. It appears we are seeing a bear market right now. I guess what I want you to do, Guy, is Tell a story for those people that are in the chat that maybe weren't in the chat the last time we did it, who are not on Twitter, not on Spaces, you know, because I use you and, and, and obviously you're a busy guy and, you know, you're not always in my chat, but you can ask all my audience, how many times do I mention Pubby and how Pubby bought the top and rode it all the way down? And <laughs> I guess what I want you to do is talk to the audience about when you discovered Bitcoin how excited you were, you bought the top and then you saw it going down, the emotions that came with that. And I know you said that you kept buying through the bear markets, DCAing in. So tell that story yeah. so that people understand that even if they bought a 69, all they've got to do is hold it for long enough. 210,000 block theory, as Meister says, and it'll always yeah. surpass its previous all time high. The floor is yours. Sure. And just to um, put it out there, the psychology wise, um, remember just over two years ago when this pandemic started, okay, in March 2020, people forget that Bitcoin was under $5,000. Yep. Now, if you would have told them, hey, in two years, Bitcoin's going to be $30,000, would you take that? Yep. Of course they would. Of course they would. They, And it's not about the money. I'm just saying people have to keep some perspective. Mm. But yeah, starting, um, yeah, starting at the top, I I heard about Bitcoin a few years ago uh, before that. And um, I remember thinking, I th oh, this is just like gamer money or something. You know, you're playing Dungeons and Dragons online or something and, and you just uh, you can you can you can upgrade your your shields and your sword with the, with this Bitcoin stuff. Digital currency meant nothing to me. Uh, so I had no idea. When it started that real pump rise from up to about 
16, 17,000. And it had been, I think, $600 earlier in 2017. It made me take a look like, okay, what is this thing? What is this Bitcoin? And I started started looking into it, didn't fully understand it. I said, you know what? Let me buy some and, and, and see what happens. And, th and this is the best thing. Some of the, the best Bitcoiners in the world, man, you, you buy first and ask questions later. You buy first, man. Once you have skin in the game, man, it, it's interesting. So I'm doing, I had, I like the fact, I think the first thing that brought me to it was I, I found an asset class that was unconfiscatable. Yep. And I don't know if I'd read something by Tone Vase or, or something else, but I realized, man, you know, between retirement accounts or you have a house, you have a car, you've got all this stuff that can be taken by government. I said, this is a pretty cool way just to own something that's outside the system. I thought that was very interesting. So I started buying. I, I had no idea about the halving. I barely knew what the, the 20 million cap entailed. Yeah, I just thought right. it was a cool, it was just a, just a cool, cool instrument. And yeah, so when I went the first time, I, you know, I go to Coinbase, I buy everything. I look across the board, I'm like, well, what if Bitcoin doesn't work? Maybe this Bitcoin cash will work. Maybe this Litecoin will work. I had no idea. you came in after the forks, um, didn't you? You came in after the forks. Yeah, I was in before yeah. the forks. <laughs> and, and this is how you mentioned earlier about how quickly things change, yeah. okay, in this community. When, when that was happening, there was no Lightning Network. There was no nope. lightning network at all. Nope. So when when you're in there and you're hearing these arguments for Bitcoin Cash saying, well, Bitcoin can't scale. Bitcoin can't scale. And it went on and on. So, all right, let me get some of that Bitcoin Cash. Um, litecoin, Charlie Lee, how beautiful was that? That narrative. Litecoin is the silver to Bitcoin, Bitcoin gold. Bitcoin, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember that one? And that's before he... he uh, he pulled a Satoshi Nakamoto, as he says, and he jumped out at $372 Litecoin is when <laughs> yeah. he dumped his bags. Yeah, he did. Brilliant, brilliant exit, brilliant exit. No, but as I, the more I keep reading, and look, I got it, man. It, it started drop. it peaked up all close to 20, started dropping down, obviously, in early 2018. And listen to, man, the early days, and that's, and that's, I call those early days. I know there's a lot of earlier days, but it was guys like Adam, and Friar Haas, like people that yeah. had been there. Yeah. The ones that had been there in 2013, Friar Haas, you know, infamously bought the absolute top at 1200, wrote it down to 200. Yep. Now those those are harder drops because guess what? 200 is a lot closer to zero than mm. anything any, everyone else has gone through. That's a fair So we point. see it at 1200, yeah. you see? That's yeah. a skip. I mean, that's the same percentage wise. Still had it's the a same fair thing. point. I never even thought about that. You know, when you're looking at oh, 60, yeah. 69 to, to 29, you are still talking of 29K per Bitcoin. <laughs> and yet what you've just said, yeah. rightly so, 1,200 or 1,000 down to 200, that's a lot closer to zero. Yeah. It, it wasn't in the news. No one was talking about Bitcoin. Mm. Okay. You have, they were using, if, if, if you're new here, they, they used to have paper wallets. You literally... Say you could save your Bitcoin on paper wallets. Different times, man. I did that. Um, I did that, did, and then I couldn't you? get nice. it off the paper wallets. I didn't know how to get it <laughs> off the bloody paper wallets. <laughs> people yeah, don't. So people don't, are spoiled today, aren't they? With the tools that are uh, out there right now, you know, fire up your phone, get it on your phone. You know, pretty secure. You know, well, relatively yeah. secure paper wallets. 
Crikey. Um, I was, I, I don't know what I was doing. You remember this. You, you opened up a site and you moved your mouse around and it created your key for you. And then I got it on the paper. Well, it's okay. But then all of a sudden we started to evolve and Trezor came out and they said, you know, get it onto a hardware device. And I'm thinking, I don't know anyone in the space. How the heck do I get this thing off a paper wallet onto a Trezor? And I, I don't know why, but I, I, I found a guy on YouTube. It's a pretty awful video, but he took you through the steps. And I thought, well, I've got to do it somehow. I've got to sweep these paper wallets. And I swept them. And thankfully, I got the I got the B cash fork. I got the B gold fork, and I claimed those. So I swept I swept those because I thought if I'm going to lose anything, I'd rather lose B trash than I would lose my Bitcoin. So I swept those first, and it worked. And of course, I got them off. But yeah, paper wallets. Go on, carry on. So yeah, I mean, you know, we have the mantra here: um, everyone gets Bitcoin at the price they deserve, yeah. and it's so true. Okay, and so it's the it's the ones that, you know, in the beginning that uh, would be the cypherpunks, you know, the ones that understood what was going on. Then you get the speculators. The, but it's the people that took the chances. They took the chances early on before it was adopted. Mm. Guess what? You get rewarded for your chances. And as you say, it's so easy today. Well, it's easy today. Now that next wave is coming in. Okay. Yes, it is easy for them. They start Now that Bitcoin is well established. Okay. It's well established in my mind. It's. It's in the national news every day. Everyone's yeah. talking about it. You yeah, have, it is. It you've is. got an adoption yeah. by El Salvador. So don't get me wrong. You're still an early adopter. Mm. Okay. Today, you're still in the top 1%. But the high ends, which I think are still be good, aren't going to be the same as the crazy gains in the beginning and what it was. But yeah, but, so basically, um, 2018, 19, man, those are lonely times in Bitcoin and Bitcoin yes, Twitter, were. man. Yes, they were. You know, the, and and you're wondering. I remember as it dropped. I remember when it dropped under ten thousand, and I'm thinking, oh man, I have a chance to to really um, accumulate now and make up my losses. Did so you? Th this is that, what I wanted to get yeah. to. I wanted to, I wanted yeah. to know your emotions because um, uh, yeah. look, all I can say, and I don't have any reason why, um, guy, and that is that I had a two hour conversation with a friend of mine. Um, I'm just giving you my perspective. Then I want to hear yours. I had this two-hour conversation with a friend of mine, and it's almost like I got it instantaneously there and then. I spent about four hours in the afternoon frantically trying to work out how I got on local Bitcoins, connected with the guy, and I think I bought maybe a couple of Bitcoin. They were $2,050 per coin. And then as we went through um, 2017, I, I accumulated several more Bitcoins, okay? And then, of course, we hit the top and I'm calling all my family saying, you need to get into this thing. Of course, loads of them bought some Bitcoin at the top because I knew yeah. I knew nothing about the four year cycle. I knew nothing about halving bull, two year bear, didn't, knew nothing. So, of course, I, like anybody else, was getting them all to pile in. And of course, then they saw the price go down. But the interesting thing, and this is why I want your take, because it sounds similar to mine, and that is even when Bitcoin started to retrace my emotions were pretty damn cool all i thought about was yeah. where can i get some money to buy some more and yet and i'm trying to get this message out there to people that and you said it a few minutes ago and that is whether it's 1200 to 200 whether it's 69 to 29 
the percentage drops are the same and it looks very much like we are going to go through the 50, 60, 70, maybe 80% drop again that we saw in 2018. But that's nothing to be feared. Even if you bought the top, and that's the point of bringing you on, you bought the top. So you must have understood that as long as you hold it for long enough, that will retake that all-time high and you haven't lost anything unless you sell it. That's the point I want to get out of you for the audience, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, hey, let's go back to the beginning. Um, if you go to bitbot.io, find anything, look at Bitcoin all time, put it on log scale, guess what? All, it's, all it does is go up. You know, like Michael Saylor says, 13-year bull market. Forever. 13 year, that's what it is. Mm. It, it, it truly is this. Um, and one of the things you're saying, you know, how do you feel cool? How do you feel cool when it's dropping? How do you feel cool is one, you start to understand what Bitcoin is. When you understand what it is, it's easy to feel cool. Yep. The other thing that makes you feel cool is you do not over leverage. Yep. My grandfather once told me, um, I remember we were playing cards one day. He was teaching me about how to play cards. And he was saying, and never, if you ever go and decide that you want to play poker or you want to, you want to go to Vegas or something, he said, never bet with scared money. And I was asked, well, what is scared money? He says, that's money you're afraid to lose. Yep. Yep. Okay. And, and that was the same thing with Bitcoin. I, I, I finally, when it started dropping, I was saying to myself, you know what? I really believe in this. But in the off chance that I'm totally wrong, if it goes to zero, that's okay. I'm, yep. not, I, I'm not mortgaging my house. Yep. Um, I don't have. Yeah, absolutely. So it's an important lesson. And it's a lesson, um, unfortunately, not enough people learn mm. because you saw what happened in that run up to 69,000. Everyone got over leveraged, excited. Yep. Yep. But since I since I had been there from 20,000 down to four, listen, I was just buying as I went, man. Extra cash mm. lying around. Boom. Stimulus. Uh, my stimulus checked two years ago. Remember, there. Boom. I wasn't expecting it. Didn't need it. Straight into Bitcoin. Okay. Well, the, so Bitcoin goes same. to zero. I'll be just. A, we've, yeah, we've yeah. We're absolutely gone all in. I mean. Honestly, it is for us all or nothing. So, you know, people think that yeah. I'm I'm just saying this because I'm running a channel. But for me, for Elaine and I, I'll include Elaine, for Elaine and I, it is boom or bust. There's no middle ground. We, we, we moon with the ship or we go down with the ship. But, you know, if we went <laughs> down with the ship, would I be choked and sickened with what we've purchased? Yes, I would. Would it affect my day-to-day -day living? No, it wouldn't. And I think that's so important. And I, I can see where people were going with the hype of 69K and this thing's going to 150. And of course, then they were listening to, you know, like Max and others, 220K Bitcoin and looking at Plan B's model. And it's like, just buy it and hold it and get on with your life and stop listening to people that predict price. Because if you listen to people that predict price, they will wreck you in my opinion uh, yeah it, and it's such a simple thing and we talk about this you know Anders and i we do, we do our spaces and podcasts but we do that because we we have nothing else to talk about i have yeah. no product to sell mm. all i say listen just buy bitcoin and hold it for two halvings i mean after that some people want to sell that information for 850 dollars mm. okay yeah <laughs> i what can what can i tell you it's an easy thing you just buy it and hold it 
Um, the unfortunate thing is people come into the space. Uh, the media, the government, of course, wants to conflate crypto with Bitcoin when they are two yeah. polar opposites. Yeah. And they think they're they think they're late to the party. OK, I, I, I was talking to a gentleman that um, still thought because uh, he had heard about Bitcoin. And he knew that I was quite involved with with um, uh, Bitcoin myself. And he says, well, that's great, but it's too late for me. I, I just I don't have thirty thousand dollars laying around to buy a whole coin like that. And I had to actually break down from. Guess what? There's some small units called Satoshi's. But I think this is we the, owe it to the, everyone we speak to to break it down for them. I do. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. We do. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm saying, I mean, you yeah. guy, you think of, you know, my daughter who's in the chat. OK, if you're 20 years younger than me, just choose a figure and dollar cost average for 20 years and forget it. It's your savings. It's your pension. People don't understand right now that the pensions industry on a global scale is in total disarray. And most people are going to finish yeah. up broke with nothing. And, they, you know, they'll be looking for handouts to put the central heating on. You can't allow that to happen when you've, you know, Bitcoin's out there. Well, I'll tell you what, Brian. And, man, what's amazing is how Bitcoin has withstood everything you, from four years ago. Imagine everything Bitcoin has gone through in the last two years, like the rest of us, yep. a pandemic, mm. a war, mm. everything. For some reason, guess what? Bitcoin keeps China marching on that. the miners it, out. Yeah. Kicking the miners. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if there wasn't a better stress test on a difficulty adjustment, man, that was it. And this it, is another China thing, Guy. Um, you know, when I first got into Bitcoin, you know, I got 21 million. I got the scarcity. You know, I got um, supply versus demand. That's pretty basic stuff. But the difficulty adjustment started floating over the top of my head. You know, um, the hash rate, that was way over my head. But I knew, and you said it earlier, that when you've got skin in the game, that is when you feel, well, I've got something invested into this. The very least I should do is understand where I've put my money and understand how that works. And you see the miners kicked out and everyone's freaking out. And that is it is another Bitcoin obituary. You know, you see the hash rate plummet 50 percent and then it does a U-turn. And six months later, retakes its all time high and then bust through 200, you know, thousand exahashes or whatever it is. And it's like. Flipping egg, you know, and I believe yeah. passionately that if Bitcoin is going to be, you know, a gold 2.0 store of value, unit of account, whatever it is, I believe it's got to have absolutely everything thrown at it and survive. And after 13 years, that's what you have seen happen. Yeah. After 13 years, so far, everything has been thrown at it. Uh, and, I, and, you know, just to get back to the difficulty adjustment, and it is an elegant thing. Um, I was laughing. I was listening to a Michael Saylor um, interview once and someone mentioned it to him and he just sort of was, ah, oh, yeah, that's normal. Like like on an aircraft, he was talking about aircraft design. You always have sort of that 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 backup system. So to him, you know, it, it makes perfect sense. But these are the guy, you know, these are the guys that come in the countries, the sailors that that legitimize Bitcoin. Yeah. All right. Like he talked yeah. about the melting ice cube. You know, we, we know the inflation rate. They, they joke here that it's eight, whatever percent. We all know that's a joke. Yep. And guess what? People are, people are wising up to it. Yep. They're wising up. The bond market sucks. Who's going to buy bonds anymore? Okay. You're, you're buying a guaranteed loser for 10 years. Are you kidding? 
just just buy some Bitcoin and hold it for two halvings. Agreed. You'll be fine. But I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something that was that really um, really brought it home for me. Everything we saw going on in Canada with the truckers. When you have a government that can just on their own um, on their own volition determine that someone's a domestic terrorist, oh guess what? Your bank account is frozen now, sir. Yep. Well guess what? Bitcoin just at that point. It truly did. Bitcoin proved we need this in the world. Yep. We need something outside the system of control. The one that's coming. I think that was a major catalyst, if I'm absolutely honest. And I think that started a snowball effect. Okay, so people go, no, well, it's the snowball effect. Why isn't the price going up? The snowball effect is what is going on behind the scenes? Who's adopting? What countries are obviously looking at adopting? We've got the, the flipping bond, the Bitcoin bond, you know, in El Salvador that's still yet to play out. We've got an ETF somewhere on the horizon. You know, people don't seem to want to listen to me when I say get as much as you can, as fast as you can, because when this thing goes, you're going to look back on the 29K Bitcoin and think, why on earth didn't I sell my chairs, take a kidney out and sell it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because it is going to go. Yep. But of course, this apathy is playing out because it's like the paint drying and they think, oh, it's going nowhere. But I remember in 2018, you know, you said it, it was a very lonely place. OK, I was still running my YouTube channel twice a week. I defy anyone to go and find any video of mine where I wasn't bullish even through 2018, even through 2019. Because when I got it, I got that Bitcoin was going to change the world over several decades towards 100 years. That does not mean there aren't some incredible gains to be made in the short term, short term being five to 10 years. And I last my last show, I ran a Michael Saylor video and I, I I tend to run a short five minute video, then pick it apart and talk about aspects of it. And he said something really interesting. And he said, um, from 2030 to 2040, it is going to be an incredible opportunity getting into Bitcoin. He said, but 2020 to 2030 is going to be parabolic time to get. I don't think he used that exact term, but it's going to be like a uh, hyper time to be investing into Bitcoin. And here we are just two years in to this decade. And though I don't know, perhaps not everyone's going to see it, you know, but those that just will not grasp this, will not do the basic learning to know that over the next eight years, we are going to see something such a major shift in society, such a major shift in the financial institutions, you know, that the world economy is broken you know, how do you see all that playing out? Because I certainly see 2030 being, we're going to look back and go, wow, that tore faces off. Well, if anyone hasn't been awake over the last couple of years, all you've seen <laughs> is, is governments become more totalitarian, Yep. especially yep. during the pandemic. And mm -hmm. the scary part is, you know, it's not the boogie monster uh, mm -hmm. Russia and China. The ones with the biggest lockdowns were Australia, New Zealand, Canada. What you grew up thinking was the, the light of hope and, and, and beacon from the West. Those are the ones that had the most stringent lockdowns. Okay. And it's a test run. 
what we what we have going on right now. We got the World Economic Forum, and there's talks of um, one lady. Oh, you know, we we have to recalibrate um, human rights. Recalibrate? No, we have freedom of speech here. Yeah. Okay, you've got you've, you've got um, talk of hey, we got this amazing pill you can take that we can track you and your carbon emissions. Everything is moving toward a dystopian future. Well, and no, this horrible. is just, a, a, it's not a conspiracy theory for me. I'm saying, <laughs> it's in the news. It's on any, any any mainstream media you want to check out, it's there. What, they're, what, the, what the future holds, man. And trust me, Bitcoin is the only thing, I'm not going to say it fixes it, but it'll prolong it. Okay, maybe there's going to be circular economies that come out of this in a way. But I'll tell you what, the, the sense of control that they want, it, it's just going to get worse in here. Yeah, and, and you are right. It's no longer, we're no longer conspiracy theorists. It is out there. You know, when you listen, if you actually use this and these in the right proportion and you listen OK, everywhere you hear Biden flipping Boris Johnson, all the others, they're all using this same, you know, narrative, aren't they? Build back better. And I watched a video where, you know, they just they ran a sequence of so many like world leaders and top politicians. Build back better, build back better, build back. You can tell they've sat around a table and said, this is what we need to be doing. I mean, <clears throat> I strip it back, Guy, and I remember about two and a half years ago, I actually listened on Audible to um, The Creature from Jekyll Island. And that, that I mean, it was heavy. It was 24 hours of listening, but it was heavy. But near the end, when they talked about when they sat around the table in um, Jekyll Island and, you know, Je put in yeah, place the Federal Reserve, how they said that it would take over 100 years to play out to create this communist-style world. And for those of us that embrace it, this is bigger than our lifetimes. And we have to pass that button on to the next generations and the next generations to see this thing out. And it's like, holy cow, that is so flipping scary when they plan something a hundred years out to turn the world into, you said it, a dystopian world, totalitarian world. And I, for one, am not playing in that game. And I just implore my family to wake up and listen before it's too late. Yeah, you will, you will own nothing, um, have no privacy, take cold showers, eat bugs, and you'll it. and you'll be and you'll be happy. They literally say that it's literally told to you what they're going to do. And you're right. And this is why you know, like with I love you know with Greg Foss and Jeff Booth, those two, those guys. Do you think they have to do anything with Bitcoin? They're both successful, man. They get retired. They could do, yeah. They could be sit, sitting on a beach sipping margaritas, man, all, all day long. But no, they recognize what has to be done for their children and their yep. grandchildren yep. and the future generations. I'm not far behind you, Brian. I'm really not in age. All right. And the things I do here, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll see some of the fruits of, of it. But this is for future generations, you know. It is. This it is, is for, you see, this is for the future of the world. Um, you know, luckily enough, um, you know, we've been, we've been in this period of, I, I wouldn't say total uh, Pax Romana or total peace. The last major war that we had in the U.S., let's be honest, uh, Vietnam, as far as mass casualties. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. There's been a few. Yeah, of course you have, 
you have desert desert storm um yep. you've got everything going on but but the amount of deaths there uh, weren't as horrific or or in mass um we haven't had i grew up not having to face real struggle a lot of our generation my generation gen Xers didn't have to face real struggle so if bitcoin is something that i can resist with to help pass on a brighter future i'm all in man that's why i'm here you know the hours you put into um spaces and educating people it's because i, I believe this is the one thing that can help in the future and, and i'm exactly the same and i'll tell you what guy you know and i don't know whether you experience this i do you know but when you're talking to people maybe family friends or there's a party coming up or whatever it might be you know, the eyes roll and, you know, oh, here he comes again. He's probably going to talk about Bitcoin and, and all that. And it's like, why why aren't they waking up when, you know, it is all in front of them? I absolutely, I believe passionately that when I'm dead and gone, 50 years from now, I believe that my family will talk about me as one of you know, the, oh, I always get it the wrong way around. My kids are my descendants. What am I? I'm the ones that went before. I think they'll talk about me as, as this crazy granddad, uncle, great granddad or whatever. But you know what? He was actually right. Why can't they see it now when we're all alive? Do, do you know what I mean? It's like, why do we have to wait for it to play out before? I mean, it's the same thing with, you know, everything that's going on with the, the, the supply chain shortages. You know, I tell people about that and, and they go, oh, yeah, I better do something about it. No, do something about it before the shelves are empty. Do something about it before the central bank digital currencies are out and they've locked you in with your ID. They now own you. They can switch you on and switch you off in a heartbeat. It's like, don't wait. I mean, who is it? Mark Moss. I love it. He says, you do not wait for the drought to build a well. You build the well so you're ready for the drought. And it's like, it really is wake up time. It really is wake up time. So anyway, so back to... You know, we sort of digress, but, you know, you can talk Bitcoin for hours on end. So you rode it all the way down. You were buying um, all the way through the bear. I'm assuming, I don't want to assume because you should never assume anything, but I'm assuming where you can you DCA right now, just like I do. So it evens out, you know, your, 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 your dollar cost averaging. So are you like me? You will buy until you can no longer buy. Is that where you're at? Certainly where I'm at. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, let, let me ask you this question. Where else do you want to put your fiat? I where don't... else do you want to put so that is losing? Let's not uh, look. Let's just go with what they say. Eight percent a year. Yeah. Why in the hell am I going to keep money? OK, or in bonds? Where else, first off, where else are you going to go? Where else you, will you go anyway? There's nothing else to buy. OK, so, yeah, man, any price is, is a good price is great. You know, you know, I love to use the mayor multiple yep. um, as a guide as well, you yep. know, which um, if, if you're listening, don't understand that's basically it's a ratio. You take the Bitcoin price and divide it by the uh, 200 day moving average. And we are right now we are at historic all time lows. And what the, the nice thing about the mayor multiple is it, it takes out all those zeros at the end of the Bitcoin price. A mayor multiple at $100 Bitcoin is the same at $100,000 Bitcoin. If, yeah. 
if that ratio is the same, that's a great time that you should really, really be um, stacking your from here. I I'll, listen. One thing I was going to mention earlier, I forgot to tell you. I still don't think this is a bear market. Okay, <laughs> and I'll explain why. From twenty thousand to thirty four hundred, that last market. Yep. Okay, two thousand seventeen. Yep. Um, that was an eighty three percent drop. Yep. Eighty three percent. All right. What you look at here, if you had that same drop from sixty nine thousand dollar Bitcoin, you look you're. That would go down to eleven thousand four hundred dollars. All right, so we're at thirty. So if you got the stomach to go down to eleven thousand four hundred, like the rest of the class in two thousand seventeen, yeah, we're just we're chopping sideways. Um, I don't know if this is a, a super cycle. I don't know what the weight is, but we're less than two years from another having, man. Yeah, that's the scary part. Yeah. We're under two years from a having. We've only had a. It's only a sixty percent retracement. This is absolutely nothing right now. Well, you know, I am totally prepared for a drop even further. I mean, I get myself in a place where if it happens, it happens. I can't change it. I'm in this for the long haul, but I would rather be prepared for it to go lower and it doesn't than I would thinking sure. it's now sideways and then we're going up again and then the thing plummets. I want my psychology to be, somebody said it once, zen, chilled out. You know, even though we're all in with everything, I'm totally chilled out in terms of what Bitcoin is doing. You know, I watch many, many podcasts from Mark Moss to Preston Pish to, you know, Greg and Swan Bitcoin and all of them. And, you know, I just feel I, I don't know why I am just so calm and at peace with it all. But I just am. If that makes sense. I don't I, guy, I can't even explain it to you. It doesn't yeah. matter what the price does. I'm just chilled out. Elaine jokes, well, I don't want it to go down. It means I can buy less shoes, you know, but joking aside, you know, <laughs> it'll do what it will do. But over time, this thing's going to eat the financial world, in my personal opinion. But I just don't know when. Oh, I agree. And they're going to they're going to do everything in their power to prevent that from happening. Mm. You know, yeah. so. We were talking in the space the other day about um, the regulation. When's regulation going to come? You know, we'll, we'll get into the altcoins. I, I, I want to be pleasuring yourself, and I'll call them altcoins. When's the no, regulation going to come? Because... You can call them shitcoins. All right. All right. Yeah. When's the regulation going to come for these shitcoins? How yeah. come they're letting people get wrecked on these shitcoins? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you why. Because it's in their best interest to do so. Because mm. every time someone gets wrecked, the government, the media, they'll conflate that with Bitcoin. They will complete everything. Oh, look what's happening. Crypto, Throw all crypto, in the same boat. Yeah, Bitcoin, absolutely. crypto. They, they, have, they have no incentive to ever say, listen, um, there's Bitcoin and everything else. Yeah. The longer they can kick this can down the road and fight it, they will. Yeah. So they're happy to see. They're happy to see Luna rug pulling. Rug pulling and des destroying people's uh, financial futures. And when I say people's financial futures, look, man, caveat enter, buyer beware. This is why this is why we do what we do. We try to explain to them, you know, what is wrong with these shit coins. Yep. They don't want to listen. They want a quick gain, and they get burned by it. We did our part. We told them. We we tell them, don't touch the stove. Guess what? They're gonna to touch the stove, man. It happens all the time. But this is but, why we do what we do. But don't we feel? I don't know about you, but I feel compelled to try and help someone. 
and then if they don't listen, I have to move on. But I, I, I mean, yeah. I've got my nephew in the chat, um, UK Bitcoin farmer. He's got his own farming business. And, you know, of course, he's talking to me regularly about how harder it is to farm diesel going up, you know, the price of fertilizer going up, everything. And he's feeling feeling the squeeze. And, you know, he loves coming on my show. But a couple of weeks ago, he said, I'm sorry, I missed your show. He said, I was leaving a customer and she started telling me she was going to put three and a half thousand into some shit coins. Uh, he said, and I just had to stay there. And tried to get her to see some sense, he said, because I simply didn't want her to lose all that money. Now, you know, she had a trader saying to her, put it into this and put it into that and I'll help you double and treble your money and everything else. And maybe she would have got lucky and achieved that. But we've all heard this narrative time and time and time and time again, that if you mess around and try to trade this thing, you will ultimately, ultimately lose because the house always wins. You know, and I feel compelled to try and help people past that. But we can't change the whole flipping world. We just can't. Um, before you answer, Anders is in the house. Get in there, Anders Jensen. Good to see you. BTC Moon guys with us. Um, MG Smith 4, good to see you back in the house. Who else have we got? Um, UK Bitcoin Farmers join us. Good to see you. Carry on, um, Guy. Um, Great topic, great conversation. So where are we yeah. going from here? Do you feel that we're going to chop sideways all 2022? I think we are. Yeah, I think so. Uh, just one thing you had mentioned earlier about um, there's a great analogy of, I think Bill Cosby has said it, when you go to a casino, if you think you're going to win, you talk about something that's right. If you think you're going to win, pick up your chip and look whose name is on it. <laughs> that's not your name on the chip. The house always wins. Yeah, the absolutely. system is this. The system is rigged, and not only rigged, but this is the, how desperate people have become. All yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. So you're talking. You're you're talking about someone. You know, we got to put money into this new coin. We got to put the desperation. The desperation of people now is they've got to gamble. That's the sad part. They don't. You think they want to gamble? No, they. You know, they would love the old days when you could buy a treasury bond at 11%. Yeah. You know, mm. they want those days back. Those days are gone. People, People unfortunately. are being pushed to gamble, are aren't they? They're being forced to gamble. You're poor. In a way, they are. In a way, you're being, where am I going to find yield? Yeah. Where am I going to find any kind of yield? And that was, a, hey, listen, you talk about a scam and people that should be in jail. When you had Luna, you got Luna promising 20%. As my old pal would say, twenty percent. That's a red flag yield. right there. Man, they ruined lives, man. And I'm not yeah. blaming. Look, people should people should take responsibility for their action. I get it. Yeah, but yeah, don't. Hey, listen, don't take out a second mortgage on your loan or your on your home loan. All right, I get that. But when you're advertising that in this real world environment of economics. And you're trying to promise somebody a 20% return, mm. basically risk-free. That's criminal. Absolutely criminal. It is criminal. Um, but to get back to your original question, yeah, I think I think we chopped for a while, man. I think there's just a lot of uncertainty out there. No one knows what's going on. What's going on in Ukraine and Russia? What's going on coming out of um, uh, coming out of the WEF and Davos? Where we're going? The only thing I will say is Bitcoin charges on. That's it, man. 
Well, ten, I've heard, ten, I've heard yeah, several does, big players say that with everything that's going on around the world, when you look at the NASDAQ down, everything's down. You know, Bitcoin, the, the narrative seems to be Bitcoin is holding up remarkably well. And I wonder if that is the start of the decoupling process. Now, I don't think it decouples overnight. I think it will decouple over a period of time. And I wonder if that is people starting to realize, and you said it earlier, if you're not going to put your money in Bitcoin, where the hell are you going to put it? Yeah. You're certainly not going to put it in bonds, are you? You know, yeah, maybe real estate. You know, they're not making any more of that, as they say. But, you know, I don't want to put my money in anything bar Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin is the safest bet for my money right now. You know, I've got a chunk of money in fiat that I'm fearful of and thinking I, I need it because you've got to pay bills and so on and so forth. But, you know, I want every bit out of crappy fiat that I possibly can. But unfortunately, we, we, we've we still got, we need that bridge at the moment, don't we? Because we've all got bills to pay where they don't take Bitcoin. Well, I'm not selling my Bitcoin, but you know what I mean? You've got to keep some fiat. But, you know, I, I just want to be prepared if and when these banks say, that is it. We're done. The economy's screwed, but no worries. You've got, let's say, a £1,000 in your bank. We're going to take that. We are going to wipe out global debt. We are going to put a £1,000 back in your bank in digital, central bank digital currency. All you need to do is sign your life over to us and it's yours. And I want to be able to say, keep it. I don't, I'm not <laughs> subscribing to what you're doing. Does that make sense? So. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, basically keep enough cash on hand, like you say, uh, just have the basic bills paid because you don't want to sell your Bitcoin just to incur a tax event. Nope. To pay. Have enough cash on hand to get through for as long as you feel you need to. One, two, three months, whatever. That's fine. Um, but this is I don't know if you saw um, the interview with uh, Christine Lagarde the other day. And is that when she the said guy that her son's her got Bitcoin or son's got some crypto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, but when he's showing her the balance sheet, saying this bubble, um, you know, basically, how's it going to how's it no going to get fixed? No answer. No, it just it. I think I think her exact words: "It will come." It, it like was. like the the magic the magic money fairy is going to drop out of the sky and 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 give her all this money to fix it. Yeah, it will come. This she, is this she is sure how had no answer, did she? She had no answer at all. <laughs> no. She's she's done. I, that she allowed herself to go on stage without knowing all the questions beforehand. I thought for sure that she would have had handlers to say, you can ask her this, you can ask her that. But yeah, I she I was a deer in the headlights. I was in Dennis Porter's live earlier today and they were discussing that, that very scenario. You know, why on earth would you go on there with her prominence and not be armed with all the questions to not make yourself look totally stupid. I mean, if people can't see right now that this thing is breaking down, then are you living under a rock? You know, we are seeing prices go through the roof globally. We are seeing China in total lockdown now, which is going to affect the supply chains to the world. You know, there's a knock-on effect six months, a year, 18 months later before we start to see the implications of all of that. That is when you start to see empty shelves, fuel prices double and treble. People, you need to wake up. This thing is happening right now. It is playing out right now. I'm not saying it's going to play out over the next few days or weeks or even months, but it's starting to play out, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you would have told me 
three years ago, this is the type of um, environment I'd be living in. I would have thought you were crazy. Same as, you know, same as. Almost, I mean, the, the gas prices, the inflation, absolutely insane. Mm. Absolutely insane what, what we're seeing as they flood the system with cash. Um, no one takes responsibility. Uh, they all know what's going on. And remember, uh, yeah, we're talking in the spaces. Someone says, I don't, I don't get how, why don't they get it? Why don't the banks and the politicians get it about Bitcoin? I said, the problem is that they do get it. Too much to they lose. Get, they do get it. They, they do get it. But guess what? They're, they're wedded to the system, man. Yes. They, they can't admit they're wrong. They get it. And they, they don't, they can never, they can never admit they were wrong. And Jeff Booth says it beautifully when he says you cannot fix a system from within that system. You have to run a parallel system and let that system fail as more and more people move across the bridge to the arc. And I keep using that term, the arc, because I really believe that Bitcoin is the modern day arc. You've got to get to safety, people, before the, before it's too late. So, Guy, listen, I'm, I'm always mindful. I like to make these last around an hour and we're getting that way. Talk to my audience about what they should be doing. We know dollar cost averaging, that's a given. But talk to them about how they should be building that strong Bitcoin hand throughout this bear market. You know, what should they be doing? What should they not be doing so that we can keep more people in the system? You know, I know we're going to lose a lot of people. I know they're going to see Bitcoin as boring and go off and play around with shit coins again. I know that. But how can people protect themselves and ensure that when the next bull run comes, they are in a really good position? You know, you know the first thing is, is um, you got time here. Look at your Bitcoin history. You pull up any chart, and and when Brian says two hundred and ten thousand blocks, what it basically is roughly every four years. Yep. You find any four-year period where one purchase of Bitcoin was worth less than that original purchase, you won't find it. You won't. It's never yeah. happened. Mm -hmm. You won't find it. So you have to have a mindset of I'm here for at least four years minimum. Mm -hmm. Anything I put into Bitcoin is something I don't need for four years. Yeah. Preferably twelve. 16. Think of it as a retirement account, the money that you wouldn't want until retirement. You just got to lower your time preference. You know, yeah. we talk about that all the time, yeah. but that's the biggest thing. If you're in it every day and, and you're worried when it goes up 5%, down 10, up 8, down 20, then you're over leveraged. You're over leveraged at that point. You yeah, probably have too much. I agree. You have too much um, in the game. Take a step back. You just find the amount of Bitcoin that lets you sleep well at night, the amount of Bitcoin you can own and you can withstand 50% up, 50% down, because that's all short-term action. The money you don't need, though, for four to 10 years, it's a no-brainer where you want to put it. I couldn't agree more, actually. And um, interestingly, Whiskey Bravo Mike just said, study the history of money. You know, if there's if there's one series... I would I would implore each and every one of my listeners and followers to go watch. That is Mike Maloney's or Mike Malone's. I don't know how you're saying the hidden secrets of money. It's a ten part series that will really. And if you you know, I'm not a reader per se. I hated school, but when I got into Bitcoin, I wanted to understand the history of money so that I could understand why Bitcoin is so important to the world. 
And thank you, Pastor Phil Volman, who sent me that. Brilliant. And I've sent it to my family as well. That 10-part series on YouTube by Mike Maloney, The Hidden Secrets of Money People, I cannot stress enough how that will help you get your head in the right place as to why Bitcoin is so special. Of course, coupled with Saifedina Moose's book, um, The Bitcoin Standard. So listen, Guy, we are uh, coming up to the hour. It's been an absolute blast. Um 12 years, people, if you're younger than me, if you're a couple of decades or a decade below me, I would say think 2024, think 2028, think 2022 or even 2036 halvings, because then you start to get where I get this wrong because I'm not a financial guy. But I think Bitcoin's inflation rate, correct me, guy, if I'm wrong, I think Bitcoin's inflation rate in 2028, not this one in 2024, becomes less than gold. Is that correct? There is one where its inflation rate becomes less than gold. Something to do with a sharp ratio. Again, I, I've heard it on many pods. I don't fully understand it all, but it's quite relevant to um, supply and demand, so, isn't it? Yeah, so I, I'm not sure what the, the inflation rate is, but here, here's an interesting number for you, right? In 2024, all right, the, the minor rewards will basically equate out to 164,000 Bitcoin on the market okay all the rewards that that's all the bitcoin that will be mine starting after the next halving so i want to put this into perspective for people this past year and a half almost two years you had microstrategy bought over a hundred thousand 115 and you had even elon musk buy an extra 40. those two companies if you just get two companies like that in 2024, that entire annual supply is off the market. Think about that. It's off the market. And guess where, if anyone else wants to buy Bitcoin, this is how scarce it is. Guess where they have to go? They have to go to the hodlers. Yep. They got to go to the people that know what the value of Bitcoin is. That's how scarce of an asset we're talking about. That is just, I mean... It, you know, you could narrow that down and say, here we are, we're only 13 years in and 19 out of the 21 million Bitcoins are out there already. And I believe yeah. there was a podcast that said something like 65% of all that is locked up by hodlers and it hasn't moved for over a year. I might have got that wrong, but think about it. It's just going to be nothing out there for people to get their hands on unless they pay a massive premium for it, which is just flipping mind-blowing i'm sure you'd agree guy it's been an absolute blast right. um right Thanks, give man. give a top couple of tips to my audience will you re with regards to dealing with volatility and what they should do over the next three to five years well yeah dealing with volatility as i mentioned earlier is uh <laughs> if you're in here just for five months six months a year um you're gonna have a bad time you're just gonna have a bad time yep. and bitcoin is not for you you yep. deal with volatility by zooming out. You zoom out and look at the big picture. Don't look at an annual chart. You zoom out and you look at the 12-year chart. You look at the trend, okay? There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be whales dumping. There's going to be manipulation. You're going to have rehypothecation. You're going to have places, exchanges saying they have Bitcoin they don't have. What I'm saying is take a step back, take a deep breath, and look at this as a, an ultimate savings account to start a retirement account okay that's the kind of time frame thinking you should be doing well 
I can't thank you enough for coming on again, dude. It's been an absolute blast. Um, your Twitter is in the show notes already. So people, you need to follow Pubby. Um, the Twitter link is down there. He is always calling out shit coiners online and telling people why they need to buy Bitcoin and things like, you know, people just zoom out. I love it when in doubt, zoom out, blah, blah, blah. You got to follow this guy. Uh, he's on Twitter spaces. I'm resisting going on Twitter spaces because Bitcoin takes up a load of my time already. Um, I'll probably dip my toe in one day, but you'll always find um both Pubby and Danish, A.K. Anders, who's in the chat on Twitter Spaces. I'm really excited to know Anders that the Toxic Happy Hour is going to be coming back uh, maybe once a week. Uh, a guy was telling me that. So listen, people, before yeah. I go, just guys, stay there. Stay in the green room with me, won't you? I like to finish up sure. with quotes. I just love quotes. And I want you to think about this one in Bitcoin terms, people. Ask yourself if what you are doing today is getting you closer to where you want to be tomorrow, because most people aren't. Most people are simply living from day to day, hoping the government is going to take care of them. And I'm telling you, they are not. There's an old saying, and that is, if it's to be, it is up to me. Take personal responsibility for your family's future. Get off of zero and get some Bitcoin. If anyone wants to drop me a tip, there's three lightning addresses there. I don't run the show for any type of financial gain. But if you want to play around with lightning, send me something to Wallet of Satoshi, Coin Corner or Tipping.me. There's the addresses. Again, not for any type of financial advice. So people, that is your UK Bitcoin Master live interview for today, uh, the 26th of May, 2022. I cannot believe that I've been doing this now for five years in Bitcoin and over four years of live streaming. I really can't. Guy, I thank you immensely for being on the chat with me. In fact, I'll unmute in case you wanted to say thanks or anything like that. But it's been great to have you in the house. Stick with me. I'll When I end the call, we'll have a quick chat afterwards, Guy. Um, people, come back on Monday. Regular show, UK Bitcoin Master Live show. Next Thursday, I've got another really bullish toxic Bitcoin maxi for you. So there'll be another live show uh, next Thursday. But for now, have an incredible morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. Enjoy your weekend. Buy Bitcoin, get it offline, store it on a hardware device, and then just get on and enjoy your life. Because for before you know it, you blink and like me in two days, you're 63 years of age. It's like, what the hell happened? Have a great one. I'm going to leave you all my social media links. And Guy, I'll catch you on the other side of this one.